0: Start your day the KUAM way with our new streaming shows on Facebook Live each weekday. Here's your starting lineup. Mondays, we'll give you a glimpse into our morning meetings with the KUAM news team. Tuesdays, join our group chat with Chris Barnett. Wednesdays, it's crime time with the island's law enforcers. Thursdays, get the latest info with Dave Delgado, who's in the zone. And Fridays, we get Fit AF, fitness and fun. And the best part, all our shows are completely interactive, so you're directly part of the conversation. Join us Monday through Friday starting at 9am. Start your day the KUAM way.
1: Half a day, we are back. It is season two of Boca Talks. I am Jess Rosario. I am your host, um, I guess, for the podcast. Um, this is Boca Talks. We are a uh, podcast on the KOM Podcast Network. We're so happy to be on season two. Uh, well, on this podcast, we talk about everything health, nutrition, fitness related, Um there's a bunch of people that have been listening in, asking questions, and we wanted just to thank everybody for tuning in, for subscribing on uh, iTunes, on SoundCloud, and just you know participating in everything that we're doing. Um, Boca Talks is all about trying to bring real-life experiences to the troubles that we have every single day. Um, health in general is, is complicated. Eating right, working out properly, um, and just getting healthy every single day is hard so we want to shed light on some of the successes some of the struggles that everybody goes through whether you're a mother with children that's trying to balance out work taking care of the kids um whether you're a a dad that's i guess with kids (laughs) and you know going to work trying to figure out hey Am I uh, stuck in dad bod mode, or can I get back to looking the way I did when I was twenty? Or if even if you're single and you're trying to balance out your social life and eating right and work and everything else, how do we all do that? That's what Boca Box is all, or Boca Talks is all about. Uh, I am the owner and nutrition professional at the Boca Box. We are Guam's first nutritionally sound meal preparation service, and we've been given the opportunity to share. Um, our knowledge about health and nutrition, and bring along all of our friends that can shed light and hopefully encourage everybody out there to to make their lives a little bit healthier. Uh, so today, starting off season two, I have a special guest with me. Well, my wife's not here, which you know, she usually co-hosts with me, but she's pregnant still. and um, she'll be back on, I hope I hope the next one. But I have a special guest with me. Uh, I call him Sith, and I'm going to butcher his real name. So I'm going to let him uh, introduce himself, what he does, and then we'll just take it from there.
2: Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Guam. Uh, my name is Varana Sith Kamvongsa. I go by Sith for short. Um, I've been on Guam since 2010. I came here uh, because of work. I was only supposed to be here for one year. And um, yeah, I came from Alaska you so, came from Alaska? Yeah, I came from Alaska. Um, it, when I came to Guam, what I really enjoyed was the, uh, the family connections, the community, um, and, and the fact that I was avoiding winter. Um, <laughs> I was pretty much done with the long, cold winters in Alaska. So um, this was an opportunity for me to get out. Um, and then uh, some personal things happened. Basically, uh, broke up with my girlfriend, and I said, forget it. I'm going to stay on Guam. And it's, it was only supposed to be one year, so then it became two years, and then it became three years, and here we are, 2019, still here. Um, you
1: don't need no girl.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's all about how you feel about yourself.
1: Yeah. So So you went, you went from one extreme to the other, uh, Alaska to Guam?
2: Yes, that is correct. That is correct. Dang.
1: So what, what do you do?
2: Uh, I actually am a special agent with. Whoa. Uh, yes, I work as I work as a law enforcement agent. Uh, don't want to get involved. Don't want to actually specify which agency, um, just because uh, I'm here for myself and not the agency, and I don't want to. Don't want anybody to think that I'm talking on behalf of the agency. So, um, today I am talking on uh, on behalf of myself, and everything I say from this point forward is about my experiences and whatnot, and not necessarily my work. So.
1: Well, let's talk about more about your agency.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't tell you. Uh, it it one of the things that's been really weird about work is growing up in Alaska. Um, it's similar, like Guam, small community. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Everybody will sooner or later find out everybody else's business. So one of the things um, what was weird was I got this awesome internship where I interned with this uh, particular agency. And they basically said, hey, if you – once you uh, complete your degree and we think that you're a perfect fit for the office, we'll convert you over into the special agent uh, field. And so basically I am a badge-carrying, gun-toting accountant. Um, I I like to specialize in the white-collar crimes. Accountant. Yeah, I tell everybody I'm an accountant. (laughs) So Um, I think it's a great field. Um, What I was going to say was being being in a small community – um, it, it's nice to actually be on Guam because a lot of the people that we were, as the cases I was getting involved in, um, involved people I knew growing up. So it got really awkward yeah. a lot of times. So here, you know, I don't really have the close ties that I did uh, in Alaska. You know, people I grew up with since I was like five, six. So it's just a different, it's a it's a different relationship here, yeah. and I'm not saying I don't have close ties here, but it's a uh, it's a much different relationship, different dynamics. Yes. Yeah.
1: The, speaking of small communities, the first time that I really met Sith, we were we came from a community, our, our CrossFit community, and we're both heavily involved in CrossFit. Have been doing it for men. When did CrossFit kind of explode on Guam? Like
2: oh, I want 20, to say 2012. Yeah, 2012 right? started. Golf Met got uh, opened up around 2012 2013.
1: Yeah, yeah. I want to
2: say, and that's when it started really opening it up. Yeah. Um,
1: so I met, I met Sith. We were doing a, um, there was a CrossFit competition, and my first experience was walking into the gym, and it, it, it was, a, it was a competition. So the first of its kind on Guam, and we we're all just very nervous. I would say nervous, and walk into the gym, and I see and hear Sith from across the room, and he's super loud super energetic super high strung and i'm just like looking at him and my first thought was hell yeah it's like i'm so happy that this guy is breaking the, the tension within the room you know and he made it fun and ever since then it was like i always looked at you as that guy you know like you go to a party and then you're like oh sith is here you're that guy
2: the clown, in other words, the class clown. Yeah, not I, the clown. I, the, I, the,
1: the the guy that everybody wanted to be around. That that was that was him. And then even you know further on, and then just seeing you out in the public, and then now we we uh, meet at um, my shop every, but just about every morning, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, pretty much every morning. Yeah, and
1: we have these these uh, small conversations every now and then about nutrition, about life, about everything that we're doing. And I wanted to bring you on so that we can discuss in more depth and have a longer discussion because we've. What, our conversations last, what, five, 10 minutes?
2: Oh, yeah. Sometimes they right. last a little, about, about 15 minutes. I think we've, we've gone quite a long time. I'm like, oh, man, I need to get to work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Me too. I'm like, oh, okay, I need to get back to cooking.
2: But, but uh, the one thing I can say is uh, uh, your, your shop, I, and this isn't a, I, I don't know if this is a plug or anything, but I do want to say that uh, meal prep services in general, like your business has been uh, essential for my lifestyle. Um, I work uh, easily 50 plus hours a week. Uh, in addition to that, um, I do a couple hours of coaching on the side, and, and, it's, and I do it for free. I, 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 I coach at Chai mai CrossFit, um, which is now known as uh, Guam Fitness Factory, and, uh, and, and I just enjoy just helping others um, try to reach their goals. Um, and, and so on top of the coaching, and then I train myself, um, one of the reasons is being is that my job allows me to take off three hours out of the work week to go work out. They want you to stay healthy. Man, that's, that's good. That's, that's something I've been trying to do for a
1: really, really long time. Working with businesses when I was in the government, I tried to work with uh, um, the rest of DOE and trying to implement uh, fitness programs and, and getting paid to do that, at least an hour. But they give you three hours a week?
2: Yeah, three hours a week. It's, it's fantastic. and That's great. Um, I mean, it, it really, you have no excuse not to take advantage of it. The way I look at it, it's free money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a membership costs maybe 50, 20, uh, 50 to 100 bucks, depending on what you sign up with. But it's uh, three hours of your, of your salary. So, I mean, the, the government... You know, your yeah. job is paying for it. So why would you take advantage of that? Exactly.
1: Now, run through, you, you're talking about you like helping people get, uh, you know, reach their goals, right? Now, when we start talking about health, nutrition, fitness, how important is it to have some sort of goal? And what was what was kind of your goal that started you on
2: your journey for everything? So just a little bit going way back, I started CrossFit in 2008 and um, it it, there wasn 't a lot. it was mm-hmm. in Alaska, and I got involved in it and what I enjoyed about CrossFit was the the community, of course, but also the fact that um, i didn 't have to think about programs. Uh, there was generally a coach who came up with the program and uh, and and what I enjoyed about that 's like you don 't think you don 't have to think about anything. Uh-huh. you just show up, you just focus on the movements and and accomplishing the goals now. One of the things where I fell off the rails is the fact that I didn't have a goal. I just was, I had this general goal to be fit. Mm -hmm. And what I find is that when people come up with general goals, they're never going to accomplish it. It's better to, uh, if you're going to have a goal, quantify it. Um, Say that you want to run a marathon. Say you want to lift 100 pounds. Uh, Say, you know, you want to be able to do something. Something that you can attach a number or, 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 or a date to. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to fall off the rails, and you're going to be sidetracked by other things, and it'll have less importance to you.
1: Yeah, I think that was my attraction as well. Uh, I was I, I was your typical gym rat. I I had a basic gym membership, and I was on the my program was chest Mondays, right? Uh, buys and tries Tuesdays, uh, back on Wednesdays, and whatever the rest of the week. And I, I never did legs. I hated likes, so I just never did it. But then, I remember um, I started playing. I liked sports, right? So I started. I played sports in high school, and I I went out to try rugby in college. And everything that I was doing in the gym didn't prepare me for rugby. It was it was just weird. It's different dynamics, different workout. And then our coach that came in. Uh, we were part of the, the Guam national rugby team, and he started throwing in like cleaning and jerks. And I was like, What the hell's a cleaning jerk? Right? And he, threw, he came from Australia or New Zealand, one of the two.
2: They're like the same place, right? Uh, not the same place, but. Never definitely. tell that
1: to an Australian <laughs> or a New Zealand or a Kiwi. Don't <laughs> never say that. Fighting words. <laughs> so he, he came in and he made us do CrossFit. And at that time, I was like, I've been babying myself in the gym for so long. Never have I spent 30 minutes doing a workout and just completely gassed, right? And that, that was the attraction to me. And then, then in my head, it was like, okay, how much do I deadlift? Well, I deadlifted like 200 pounds, and my goal was to deadlift, obviously, way more than that. And there had to be some sort of program in place, some sort of goal for me to reach that. And that's why I think CrossFit really grew on me because everything was a goal, it was very goal oriented.
2: I what I love about CrossFit is that that um, that there's it's always uh, measuring something, mm-hmm. whether it's the weight you're lifting, the time it takes to do a workout, the amount of repetitions you do of a certain workout. There's always something there to help quantify what the results were. So that way, if you do it six months down the road, you can see how much you've grown. Now, I'm not saying you have to do CrossFit, mm-hmm. you know, but the thing is. Uh, what makes CrossFit uh, easier is that that's an everyday thing. That's part of the culture. Yeah. Um, so, we're, a lot of people will keep track of their squats, the, how fast they did a Fran or a Cindy. And for those that, sh- that don't know, those are just a certain type of the names of workouts done in CrossFit. So, um, again, if, when it comes down to fitness, if you don't have a goal, there's a good chance you're not going to push as hard. And, and I agree with you. I, I, before CrossFit, I worked out at a gym, and I had no idea how to do bench press, none of that stuff. No training beforehand. Did it on my own, reading the magazines, yeah. you know, and uh, coming up with the, using the programs from the, the health, men's health, fitness. I, I did the same. Okay, my first experience with CrossFit
1: was men's health fitness. Really? Yeah, they did. Man, I want to say it was two thousand eight or nine, and they, they did because it was blowing up. Right, it started in two thousand
2: five. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know in two thousand eight that weren't a lot of people doing it. Yeah.
0: Guam may be a little island in the middle of the ocean, but this paradise is teeming with people with all sorts of amazing abilities. Benita Baby was nothing but hair accessories. <laughs> I had some little barrettes um, that we were making and headbands, our little like knit bow headbands. And that's all I started out with. And I decided shortly after you know, I had been sewing for a little while that I was going to put it out there. Whether it's artists who create visual masterpieces, creatives inspiring others, people who compose and perform moving pieces of music, athletes taking their game to the next level, or entrepreneurs coming up with innovative solutions, there are a ton of folks here doing incredible things with their gifts. And I want to introduce them to all of you. Women, not just guys, women could come in and feel like they're there to train, they're gonna be taken serious, they're they're not gonna be hit on by dudes, they're gonna have their own space. You know, what I mean, they're going to be respected as just another practic- practitioner of, th- of this martial art. I'm jonathan Charfris and I invite you to join me on the KUAM Podcast Network for Full of Talent. Where I sit down with people discussing their visions and dreams and sharing the secrets of their success. In the avenues of of, step, you know, being in the creative life, and then what's what's the next thing? Just subscribe to the KUAM Podcast Network on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcatcher platform and prepare to be amazed. That's Fistful of Talent each and every Friday. Thanks for listening. And now, let me get you back to your show.
1: I remember reading the article, and I would always look for you know how to get your chest bigger, how to get your arms bigger, whatever. So there was an article on CrossFit, and they had they had Cindy as one of the the workouts, and so I went to the gym and I did Cindy, and i I threw up, and I was like, "What the hell
2: is this?" And I loved it. It was, it, it was weird and for those that don't know, Cindy is basically uh, five pull-ups, ten push ups. 15 air squats in, uh, 20 minutes as
1: many as you can do in 20 minutes.
2: And so it is, it can be quite painful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and CrossFit taught me the word intensity, um, in a gym, uh, regular gym setting where you're bench pressing and you're squatting, you know, you're doing for reps, but you don't really understand the term intensity until you do some of these workouts. And the thing is like, I've taken that, that application and applied it to weights. Now weights, you may not be tired, but the amount of intensity you need to apply to a heavy weight, I believe, is the same. Yeah. Is the same as it, these these uh, metcons. Yeah. So. I,
1: I I'm on board with that. You know, I I think the biggest um, for me, the biggest flaw with a lot of the workouts that people are doing is that yes, it's good that they're going out, they're getting sort of physical activity, some sort of physical activity out there, they're moving. Uh, But when you start getting a little bit, when you start getting comfortable, right, and the intensity is not there anymore. Yeah, at first, you were sweating like crazy, and you're, you're doing the workout, but then it just kind of, you know, you got used to it, the intensity drops, and then people kind of plateau. And that's where you need to kind of take a look and revamp whatever you're doing.
2: I, I agree. The great thing about the human body is that it adapts. Yeah, and so it adapts because your body has grown to overcome or deal with whatever the stresses that are being applied to it. So um, I I that's that's one of the reasons why I enjoy fitness. It's always a challenge. You know, I could have a crappy day at work and uh, go do a workout. You know, it, whether it's a CrossFit workout or whatever, and at least I've accomplished something for the day and I think that's something that people uh, whether it's cross or whatever they just they need to just get out there and just do something just so they can say they accomplished something because it it will help redeem a crappy day at work
1: yeah now for those of you who don't know Sith and can't see him he's a spectacle he's he's great you look at him nice flowing hair he got this bright smile and he's he looks very very fit but at the same time, he, his lifestyle kind of shows that, you know. So what kind of stuff besides work and besides your everyday routine, what, what, are, you, what are you into? You play any sports? You, what do you do besides CrossFit?
2: Oh, um, so uh, one of the big things I really enjoy. So I used to play soccer, um, adult league, um, before coming to Guam, and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed competition. I used to wrestle in high school. You were a wrestler? Um, yeah, I That's used to wrestle. Awesome. So um, I I hated weight cutting. I was uh, I wrestled 103 pounds my entire high school career. So I was not a big guy. My freshman year, I was like 411. Um, but uh, now this island has this beautiful sport, this this wonderful sport uh, of uh, outrigger paddling, mm-hmm. and that is something I truly enjoy. That's you know mm-hmm. I. I, uh, I've met, I've, I've uh, represented Guam on two occasions, went out to the World Sprints. Um, it's a huge paddling competition um, uh, worldwide. I've uh, met people from all around the world. Um, right now, I, New Zealand and Australia are, are considered the top tier, uh, and Tahiti mm-hmm. are like the top tier paddlers, uh, paddling countries. And uh, I know uh, Guam is going to be out there representing the Pacific Games. Um, so, uh, you know, when I look at this island, I, I wonder why there isn't more people doing this uh, sp- specific sport. Yeah. Uh, there's several clubs out there. They, they had open invite um I, I know the water's scary but man there's something there's something special that connection you have with the water yeah
1: it's i enjoy watching your your instagram videos all the time you you put your gopro whatever you have on on your uh, your canoe and then you're just out there and I, I know you show a lot of uh even during your paddles right you kind of like take a break and swim yep. and dive down that's that's awesome it just shows the beauty that we have outside of the ocean.
2: So, so, uh, I apologize if I slaughter any of the, the names, but we'll paddle from Matapang Beach. I used to say, so So when I came to the island, I used to slaughter a lot of the Chamorro words. So, I used to call it Matapang. So, I'm slowly adapting. But uh, one of the best boat canoe rides I've ever gone on is a uh, canoe ride from Matapang Beach to Haputo Beach, which is hard to get to. Um, Where's that? Uh, by, up north by, I believe it's by NCS. It's got... It's it's a beautiful beach, um, it's probably one of the best beaches I've seen on island. That's that not a lot of people go to, I, I believe.
1: Is that before Double Reef? Yeah, right. Has to be.
2: It, it's after Agui Cove. Hmm. It's up north from Agui Cove. So, see, okay. I, I'm coming from the outside, so I'm not actually taking any roads, and yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. not sure what's in between, other than that. But it is it is a beautiful paddle. Yeah. You get to see the beautiful coastline of Guam. You get to see parts that you wouldn't see otherwise. Um, so,
1: so, I, and I know the the paddling community in Guam is very strong too, and they're they're, they're coming up right. And then, that's a cool thing about Guam. We have these different communities within the island that we can all kind of like uh, attach ourselves to. So, CrossFit community, paddling community, right? I I take everything that I've learned, kind of like um. In the same kind of notion, I believe that everything should be very, very simple, right? To take a simplistic approach to fitness. Take a simplistic approach to nutrition and the way we eat. Now, tying both of those in, how does how that fit within your, your lifestyle? Uh, and is it important?
2: Oh, it's very important. Uh, nutrition, obviously, it fuels my ability to do the workouts. Um, one of the things that I come across when I coach is a lot of athletes will complain about feeling lethargic, or or they'll they'll have some uh, um, issues with their gut. I like to call it gut rot when you got a big bubble in there and you're not sure the people in there. That's but that's the way they've described it. It's a big bubble, and they're not sure what to do with it, and they're not sure they're going to throw up or whatever. Yeah. But um, I do believe that nutrition is important. The cleaner the the sources of food that you're consuming, the easier it is for your body to process it and convert it into the fuel you need to do your um, activities.
1: Do you think uh, your where well, you came here? What year?
2: Came here in 2010.
1: 2010. The the nine years you've been here. What do you what's your take on food in general on the island?
2: Oh, okay. Coming from where you from? Well, Alaska, right? That's, so so Alaska, I think, is very similar in the sense that. Um, you know, they didn't always have now. Alaska's gotten a lot better, but um, and so is Guam. But uh, didn't always have the fresh foods. Mm-hmm. It'd always be shipped up, so by the time you get it, you're oh, looking like at here. it and you're like, Oh, what is this? Yeah, I think it's lettuce. But uh, um, I, I can definitely say that Guam has really grown food wise. Uh, the uh, before there was no paleo options. Um, I don't. Uh, I, I know that there's more options now. I'd have to. I'd have to um, create my own options, I guess, if I I eat out. Um, but yeah, the 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 community, the, the fitness community, I believe, is opened up more. Mm-hmm. There are more people into it now, as well as the the amount of education available for nutrition um, is improved. Now, I think one of the 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 dirty words or the bad words that really confuses the community when I say community, just people in general, is the word diet. I hate using the term diet. Um, because I feel like uh, it has a negative connotation. So I, I prefer nutrition or, or lifestyle um, because that's I, ideally what you're striving for is a better lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to stay away from the negatives. Now I, I understand it's a word, but... For the most part, when people think of diet, they're thinking of taking something away yeah. versus the gain.
1: Yeah, true. I and I, I think the mentality has changed a lot too. You're, just, you're talking about the uh, the community of people that are now exercising a lot more, mm-hmm. right? Getting more informed about how they should, shouldn't eat. Lots of diets being thrown around left and right, and people are trying all of them, right? Um, but again, the mentality has changed, and I think it's it's getting better. But again. When I start talking to people about nutrition and saying, oh, I'm with you. I I hate using the word diet because people are are like, oh, man, I'm going to go on this and I can't eat this. I can't eat that. Versus when I try to help people understand how to live a healthier or have a better eating habit, it's not about taking things away. I like to look at their eating habits and try to figure out how I can put more stuff in if that kind of makes sense
2: oh no i i i totally understand what you're talking about i've had i'm not a nutrition expert um i can only everything that i'm basing a lot of my suggestions or advice is based upon stuff i've read as well as uh things that i've seen work with other people Mm -hmm. um being in i i've been a crossfit coach for about five years now and so i've we've we've had like paleo challenges and we've had like uh the weight challenges and it's what, what I've gathered from various individuals is how they ate, how they, what they did to adjust. And one of the biggest things that they've done is reduce or eliminate the sugars and, and reduce the amount of grains they're eating and include more vegetables and meats. Now, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, saying paleo's better than the keto diet or anything like that, but I'm just I'm – just, these are the things that I've seen. Um, yeah. And, and and that's that's what like uh, science experiments based upon is observation. You have your hypothesis, you test it out, and you base it on observation and the results.
1: Yeah. Nutrition is different for every person. Uh, the way I eat is not the same way Seth eats, and he's going to eat different from somebody else. You know, so how you come up to whatever works for you is is kind of what we're we're going at, right? Um, how many diets have you been on?
2: Oh man. Um... I've been on the seafood diet where I see the food <laughs> and eat it. Uh, boom, boom. Uh, wah, wah. Not a dad, but I think that is a dad joke. Uh, um, and no, I really—I've the only time I've dieted was uh, when I used to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this uh, diet. It was a three-day diet, and I believe it was the calorie count was was might have been like a thousand. I was not oh, eating Lord. a lot. It was horrible. I was eating like a, uh, a quarter of a cantaloupe and then uh, sour... No, not sour cream. Um, cottage cheese for breakfast and then like toast and peanut butter. And it was, it was the worst. I, I did lose the weight, but I yeah. think that's because I was starving. Um,
1: you, that, that's funny. That brings me back to one of the diets I used to do. It was cottage cheese and melons in the morning. I, I don't know why. That,
2: uh, I, I, I would say... Cottage cheese and grapes, red grapes, is fantastic. Yeah. I get, I'll take your word for it. Oh, I don't know. I
1: can't do the cottage cheese and melons anymore. I get kind of like my stomach kind of turns every time I think about it. And just, just because I was in that time, you know, and it's was yeah, like, uh. Um But when we start talking about consistency, right, no matter if it's fitness or if it's it's how you're eating, how hard is consistency?
2: Uh, consistency... In the beginning, it's very hard. Um, uh, it's very hard. When you're trying to break in a, a new habit, you're gonna, you're gonna be fighting to, to stay on it. But once you establish yourself, once you've done it for about maybe two, three months, establish yourself, it becomes easier. I've, I've been crossfitting since 2008. Now, when I came here in 2010, I was not working out as much. Um, so I was struggling to stay consistently fit um, and then uh, some options opened up in 2012 and I got back on the on the wagon and, and started crossfitting again and and then I got involved with paddling so it, it so it was easy for me to stay consistent because I had these goals yeah. I wanted to continue doing that so um, uh, consistency is very important and, and it's something I strive for every day now just so you know, I do the Boca box about five days a week on the weekends. I pretty much uh I consider those cheat days, so I do drink um uh I consume alcohol every now and then and and i I eat sugars you know I eat ice cream yogurt, all mm-hmm. that stuff but what's interesting is because I've been eating pretty clean during the five days when I eat that stuff, I can feel how my body is like hating me but at the same time my taste buds love it so (laughs) it's uh it's a it's a weird battle but it at the time it's like oh it's worth it
1: And, and and that's what i'm you know when i whenever i talk to people about balance and consistency that's that's exactly what it is you know it's we're on this journey of this journey of life right and we're not going to be, or I don't think we should be the type of people that are restricting ourselves to eating a certain way all the time. And, and this is the same thing like fitness. Like I'm not going to do bench and I'm not going to do bench presses and abs every single day. You know, i got to mix that up, right? Got to do a leg day. Yeah, and if I, yeah, more than one too. If I'm eating or if I'm working out seven days a week, that's just going to, it may seem like it's a good thing, but if I'm working hard, hard seven days a week, eventually my body's just going to give up and it's going to be like, oh man, you're overworking me, you know? So that same approach I take with nutrition as well. is like, yes, this is life. And yes, there are some things that, you know, may not be as healthy for our bodies as some, of the, some other things, but if we're consistently eating healthy five days out of seven, you know, that's better than eating like crap seven days a week.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think about my college diet of ramen and... Uh, I, uh, <laughs> Vienna sausage and... Oh, yeah. Span. McDonald's every day, thinking yeah. that's healthy. And, and how I felt, the the lack of energy. I felt full, but I felt exhausted, like I lethargic. I wanted to sleep. Why, why does food make you want to do that? Shouldn't you it's it's refueling you so you should at some point feel recharged but that's not the way i felt when i ate like the processed foods and stuff yeah
1: i I just had a conversation with uh andy from next door andy wheeler and we were talking about things that he eliminated from his his eating habits you know and he was saying that he's never felt as more energetic that he started cutting stuff out you know and then it's funny what food does to the body you know, a lot of people don't understand the feeling you get from eating a nice, wholesome plate of food.
2: Oh, yeah. For me, there's nothing better than a nice steak, baked potatoes, mm. and some uh, hot greens. Um, yep. So, yeah, that, that to me is, oh, that, it's so easy to make, but, man, that's, that's perfect.
1: Yeah, me too. I, you know what's funny is, like, I will, I will know what foods I'm going to regret right away. You know, and then some some foods I'll be like, oh, okay, I can I can handle that. We had, um, man, what do we have the other day? My my wife is pregnant, so she got these cravings like everywhere. So last night we had uh, curry, right? We went to a cur- curry house, right, in Upper Tumon. We went there, and I was like, okay, looking at the curry. I'm like, I'm just gonna eat it because I don't want to be I don't want to be that guy. Is like, oh, I can't eat anything here, right? Uh, so we went and. I'm like, okay, how can I add in a little bit more vegetables to my curry? So I'm like, okay, can you, can you add on spinach? Can you add on eggplant? Whatever was there, whatever vegetables I could get, I threw that all in. And instead of thinking, I, I thought I was going to feel kind of like bleh because you know, I was eating rice, which I normally don't eat. Uh, I actually ended up feeling really good. I woke up this morning, had a good workout, and I was like, ah, oh, okay, that, that's good. You know, It's not like I thought I was going to feel super bloated. I thought I was going to feel just lethargic getting up and I was like, oh, I'm
2: pretty good. I think everything in moderation is okay because yeah. uh, it's like uh, going to Cold Stone. Which, which which one do you pick? The love it? The like it size? Or they gotta have it. Got Yeah, I mean, the bigger the size, the the harder it is for your body to process. I can, I mean, I, I, I'll admit I'm a little bit lactose but so I go with the smaller size and mm-hmm. I'm fine but if I go with the bigger size, I'm going to be a hurting unit. Yeah. Um,
1: and I think that that's where I think that's where we need to change our mindsets on, on looking at food in that sense about balance, you know, like, okay, I know I shouldn't be eating this, but I'm only going to have a little, so it'll be fine versus I'm just going to go gung ho and, and eat everything I want and then kind of regret it later. I don't think, I don't think we should be regretting anything.
2: I think, I think the whole supersized mentality really hurt us. There was that, that, that was a big push, you know? Yeah. Um, in the bigger better, more the is 2000s. better yeah, yeah. The, the supersize everything. And, and I think that hurt us, uh, health wise. So a lot of us now are, are trying to get back, take control of our lives more, you know? Yeah. So that's good.
1: I, I think, I think that the community in general is understanding that, you know, that, um, we need to be a little bit more balanced. We need to take control of what we're eating. And it's, I, I, I see that it's kind of working. For you, though, what, what are some of the things that has really helped you in your life to stay goal-oriented and to stay consistent?
2: Uh, I, I can say having a meal prep. <laughs> I'm not trying to sell it, but um, I, with the amount of hours I put in with work and then coaching and training, um, I would get home maybe eight, and I recall having to prep the food. Mm-hmm. And I'm a... I'm a slow food prepper, so that may take me an hour, that, that maybe an hour, hour and a half, depending on what I'm trying to cook. By the time I cook it, that's like thirty forty-five minutes. So we're already looking at maybe an hour and forty-five minutes in. It's already like nine forty-five, and then uh, I'm I'm gonna eat, and then you know I'll still shower and still close down, yeah. go to bed. I wouldn't be in bed till like maybe midnight or one, and so sleep being very important to the to training, uh, and just in general, um, it, it was, it definitely taken a toll on my, on, on how I slept. And so I can definitely say having meal prep, um, was, was great, uh, for me to stay consistent.
1: Well, even if you're meal prepping yourself, you know, it, it, that that's the whole thing about meal prep is that you, absolutely people are trying to stay consistent. So you're, instead of, being uh tempted to just eat on the whim and to go to your nearest fast food place you know and, and order something that you might regret later or may not be as good for your body the meal prep works doing it at home going to somebody who's going to do it for you whatever it is it's it's about consistency and plan planning ahead you know
2: in, in when i talk about some of my uh athletes that and what i mean athletes these are everyday people who work uh a job, forty hours a uh, a week. Uh, so, but but anybody that comes into my gym, I just call them an athlete yeah. because that's what they're trying to do. They're that's where they're to, aspiring to be. Correct. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, they the, the, their success. They found success in their nutrition by prepping. They would spend Sunday in mm-hmm. prep for the next five days, yep. and so or next three days or whatever, and and that's where they gained success was their they're preparing. And so in this case, I'm utilizing. Your business, but I think that in general, it's just a matter of being prepared. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and and being prepared with the goal set in mind, whether it's a uh, weight loss or general health, or you want to get bigger and stronger, you know, how do you prepare for that, and how do you stay consistent to meet those goals? I think I think that's a really really big
2: thing. In and, and for some people, that's really hard because that means that you have to do things, basically break a bad habit. Mm, yeah. Uh, but it's. Once, uh, was it thirty days? You, you break the habit in thirty days. You, you it becomes learn a, new a habit. habit. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a it's a process. So and I think
1: consistency. When we talk about it, goes both ways. And in the in the sense that doing something good, whether we're looking at every single meal and being how can I get a little bit more greens on my plate every single day, mm-hmm. being consistent with that, uh, and vice versa on how do I not eat a two cups of ice cream every single day right how do how do we stay consistent with the, with the good and the bad kind of stuff
2: it's all about moderation mm-hmm. and moderation helps
1: so. yeah I, I believe it does too um let me see was there anything that we kind of miss with that what, what is your goal moving forward now i mean now that you you have kind of everything kind of set for you what's the next big thing for you
2: well, right now, um I've taken a break from from paddling. Um I really wanted to try the uh the world distance in Australia this year, but life happens. Um so uh this year I'm just taking a break, but next year I'd like to um represent Guam at the next World sprints, uh 2020 for uh, in Hilo Hilo Hawaii. Mm. And uh um, That's
1: going to be a good one.
2: It's going to be a great one. I'd I feel that Guam has a lot of talent, has a lot of opportunity to really represent and showcase its uh, skill sets. I mean, we're an island, and we have some strong paddlers. Uh, and, and, you know, when when people talk about the culture, paddling has been a part of the culture for the longest time. It goes it's, back
1: decades and back to our ancestors, correct. you know?
2: Correct. And so I would love to represent even though I wasn't born here, I really love to represent the island and showcase its culture. That's awesome. So, so hopefully in 2020, um, you know, I can step it up. I've been spending this whole year working on just my fitness and just trying to... I'm an older athlete, and some of the things that I... Like 35? Oh, I'm actually 42. Um, you look... Way less than that, way younger, way younger. Well, thank you, thank you. Um, it's all the paddling and all the water. It's, it's all the fitness and the clean eating. Uh, but uh, I've learned that as we get older, we should, you know, if we're training hard for a full year, um, take a break for a year. Focus on the skill sets. Continue training but mm-hmm. not as hard. Give your body a, a, a time to recover. And, and that's what I'm doing this year since, since I can't do the distance. Yeah. And so I've been learning more about my that's a good uh, game plan. paddling, yeah, and working on my fitness. So
1: that's good. Well, thank you for for joining us on Boca Talks. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. And we want to, before we end, I wanted just to close with, um, with, you know, just saying that whatever your gold is whatever your your wherever your journey takes you you know whether it's getting healthier whether it's dropping some weight and whether it's trying to build up for a competition or prepare for some sort of competition nutrition's Nutrition can be very difficult and it can be very confusing. Uh, I like to make it as simple as as I can. Um, We've helped a lot of people try uh, to reach their goals. So if you have any questions about how to eat a little better, how to add some greens to your meals or whatever, check us out at the Boca Box. Um, See me. And I love sitting down and talking to everybody that strolls in about issues that they have with food. And I, I like to I, – I, I like geeking out and talking about food. That's my thing.
2: There's truth to that. I've been late to work because of that.
1: <laughs> but uh, we have more in store for you for Season 2. We have um, some of our other friends is going to be joining us uh, talking about um, beach bodies. We're going to be talking about uh, how to stay healthy. Um, for the summer, uh, new things that are coming up with uh, different organizations on Guam uh, all related to health. So stay tuned. Follow us on the KOM Podcast Network. And until next week, adjust.